You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey everyone, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Ask Drone You. My name is Paul. And my name is Rob, and creeping up on a thousand, which is kind of exciting. And it's because of you, because you spend your time hanging out with us, and we appreciate that very we much. Do. Thank you. We really do appreciate it. I'm getting fired up as I'm uh, about to head out, Rob, and go get some epic footage in epic locations. Sounds awesome. And it is going to be a lot of fun, but I'm going to be facing some of the same problems that our question asker will be facing, which is how do you just constantly get better at editing? Because editing is one of those things when you're in video production that if you're not constantly accelerating yourself, if you don't have that lifelong learning mentality, then, well, you can quickly degrade your own value. You can quickly lose money. Um, you can lose relevancy, which is honestly just as bad, Rob, if you ask me. So today's question is all about how do you better yourself when it comes to video production? Like a lot of drone pilots are doing video production, Rob. I mean, you've seen me do it, right? This is nothing new. Yeah. That's probably my favorite jobs are just small time video production, um, small commercials, you know, keeping it kind of chill, not on the big scale. Um, while being on set is fun, it's also hectic. It's also a lot of hurry up and wait. And with small scale productions, you typically get to have a little more freedom, a little more creativity. So how do you get the most bang for your buck is really the question that we're... In terms of how to, how to spend your time? Is that, spend your time how to processing your expertise. And, and editing that. And, yeah. and how do you stay ahead of the curve? How do you stay relevant? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about today. On this episode of Ask Drone You, don't forget, if you haven't left us a review please go ahead and do so on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher, wherever you download the show. We would greatly appreciate that as it helps other people find the show. Also, very excited. There's going to be some new releases coming out soon. Actually, by the time this comes out, we should uh, be showcasing some new stuff, but I am not going to say what it is. I don't want to get ourselves caught in a a little bit of trouble, as I've done before. Shocker. (laughs) Um, But that being said... Why don't we go ahead and play today's question, which is actually brought to you by our friends at the Drone U community. I actually want to give a big shout out to Jake Levesque from Las Vegas, Nevada. Why Jake? Well, because Jake is always pushing himself. He is a lifelong learner, and he wants to share that information with others. And Jake goes out of his way to constantly help other people. And while he may look buff and like he just walked out of the gym, he's got a heart of gold. (laughs) <laughs> you can't have both. Yeah, I, I've learned Clearly. that from Jake. So. Clearly. So a quick story about Jake, the fly-in in 2018. He's, uh, so we have Drone U Elite guys, and they were coming, and they were on board, and we um, gave him stipend to be here, and Jake's like, it's cool. I know I'm not DUE yet. want to be. I don't care if I get paid. I just want to come. I want to help. I want to be a part of it and do what I can. And so we said yes, and it was really cool to have him there. So it was. that's the kind of guy he is. And paid his own way, everything. He's so. uh, Well, we're paying him actually to film the uh, Ghost Ranch uh, class. So if you want to join us and meet Jake, join us in February, uh, February 22nd through 24th, as we will be mapping and we'll be showcasing how to do some drone mapping in Las Vegas, Nevada. Check it out. Go to our website, thedroneu.com. Scroll down a little bit to see the wheel. Click events. 
Click learn more and you will see all the upcoming mapping classes. These classes, man, they are so much fun, Rob, and we're really turning them into an experience. And one thing that we did in Austin, and we had to touch on it uh, in Charleston because people were like, look, we really want to know this. But a lot of mapping classes out there, Rob, they just teach processing, yeah. right? This is how to use Agisoft. This is how to use pix 40 Well, the DroneU classes, yeah, we're going to teach you the fundamentals of using uh, softwares like pix 4 d We're going to walk you through exercises. But then what we're going to do is take you outside in the field and walk you through the workflow of actually acquiring those images and learning the nuances of image capture and acquisition strategy. That way, you are supplied with the tools necessary to go out and do these jobs on your own in the field. In addition, what we've been doing is adding in, here are some different ways to provide deliverables to people and different ways to provide verification of accuracy, which is a big deal for a lot of people as more and more uh, drone pilots are working with surveyors. So they've got to have a way to say, okay, how are you sure that this is accurate? And you've got to essentially be able to say, well, here's the information you tell me with a high degree of confidence. Just real quick, what I've learned from watching how you're putting these together and and what the trainings are looking like, it's like buying an investment property. You don't make the money when you sell it, you make the money when you buy it. So you make the money when you plan out and have a great strategy and plan for acquiring the data, right? Because if you don't acquire the data properly, then you're not going to be able to process worth crap. That is so true. So you it's know really important. You know what's awesome, though? The best feeling in the world about these classes is, yeah, we have a lot of fun. But when we hear people who are like, wow, Paul, like, thanks to you, I mean, literally, thanks to you, I, I'm, like, living what I wanted to do. I'm in something I love to do. I'm outside in nature. I'm having fun. I'm making money. There's no better feeling than helping someone else out. So that is the, that is the sponsor of our show today is human compassion. Um, and learning and having fun. And join us anyway. Join us in Las Vegas. Sign up today. I'm sure it'll sell out because we have a very cool location to map. So, Hey, guys. Cam Sale here. Longtime listener. Second time asker. I'm sitting here trying to edit uh, three demo reels. Aerial demo reel in general, an aerial action sports reel, and then a real estate demo reel, which will have aerial and ground footage. Uh, the problem I'm having is I feel like my shooting is, um, you know, an A, A minus, A plus sometimes, but my editing is closer to a B minus, which brings the overall product down in value and experience and doesn't show what I can really do. It's not indicative of my services. And so I've hired editing before, but for a demo reel, you've got to send someone, you know, 500 gigabytes, a terabyte or two of footage, and they can pick the best. That'll take them, you know, who knows, 20, 30, 40, 50 hours. But I guess I'm trying to ask what I can do to enhance my editing skills to better accurately represent my abilities as a drone pilot and videographer. Um, again, I want to show myself in the best light, and I've never done a demo reel before, actually. So I'm hoping to really wow some people with this and ideally land a couple jobs, if not, um, if not more. So any advice would be great, guys. Love the show. Keep up the great work. Thanks. Thanks, Cam. Appreciate that you've been listening for as long as you have and for asking a couple questions. Always appreciate it. And your question can go to askdroneu.com if you've got one, and we know you do, so send it in. So, I mean, I don't want to just use the obvious answer here, Paul, because it's do more editing, right, and continue to get better at it. But I think at some point you have to question whether or not it's worth – I mean, if it's not coming naturally to you, you have to question whether it's worth spending all that time to get better at something that is so time-consuming when maybe you should be spending your time doing other things. And he kind of alludes to that with regards to hiring the editing out. And so you certainly want to get some understanding of 
of doing it, even if you're hiring it out. But I kind of see him in, in no man's land here. Well, so, I understand the dilemma 100% because yeah. as you want to scale your company, you need to film more. And, and in order to film more, you have to deliver the projects that you've already filmed, which means getting them edited, reviewed, and sent to the client, and then finalize. And that takes, you know, just like drone mapping, that, that editing time takes so much of your brain power, and, and it's such a time suck that if you're doing editing all the time, you can literally wind up backlogged uh, where you're editing a lot of projects, right? And right. you feel like you can't catch up, but you need to get some cash flow in and you may not get paid until it's finalized and edited. So I can understand the dilemma of do I go out and hire a good editor or do I slowly learn new tricks of the trade over time? I think the answer is both. I mean, yeah. I, as a business owner myself, that's what I want to do. And, you know, actually, this is why I brought up Jake um, in, the, in the show, because what Jake has been doing has really been kind of inspiring me and motivating me, which he's been showing. He went against the, the grain. Instead of getting the Mavic 2 Pro, he went the Mavic 2 Zoom. And he's like, but you can do all these great dolly zoom shots. And I'm like, bro, it's called Vertigo, man. It's been around for a long time. <laughs> like this whole dolly zoom, like it is called Vertigo. Like, and uh, Vic fights me on that all the time. Uh, he didn't like my vertigo shot of the lighthouse as he thought that uh, it's supposed to be a suspense shot or thriller shot. And I'm like, well, it's kind of suspenseful. It's a it's a lighthouse hanging over that it's about to fall over and everyone's wondering when it's going to happen. It's pretty suspenseful to me. <laughs> but um, but anyway, um, going back to what Jake does is he's always showcasing these new uh, shots that you can kind of get. And hmm. some people may call them gimmicky. Some people may call them another way to diversify your look and style to your clients. And I think that's definitely what it does. It definitely takes the look higher when you have a more diverse range of shots, not just, you know, nice slides, but nice slides with tilts. You know, when you're flying close to things and revealing other things, when you're using Zoom, when you're using intelligent flight modes, when you're getting creative, right? You've got to do the same thing in editing. And what Jake actually did was he actually put a piece out on, I think, it, I don't know if it was color grading. It was, it was using some sort of plugin with Final Cut Pro and how you could acquire a certain look with footage. And what I want to demonstrate by talking about Jake is that he is the perfect example of someone who is constantly just learning one thing new, kind of slowly, mm -hmm. and building up like his repertoire, right? This is like his ammo in the can. He's got a bunch of different ammos that he can use and the same firearm to like right. have a different result, right? And he's been showcasing these different editing tactics and whatnot. And I think that as a drone pilot or even as someone who's in production, you have to constantly be learning new tricks of the trade, but you also cannot be afraid to go out and trust someone to edit your footage. Frankly, sometimes I've even edited footage and I've had someone edit the same footage and then put it together. Um, I mean, so why is this important? Why am I talking about editing and shooting and learning little tricks of shooting and little tricks of editing? Well, when I won the World Series of Wake Surfing Video of the Year, I actually thought that my editing skills sucked. Hmm. So it was more about the shots. I think that's what did it because it's a lot of super uptight shots that most people can't acquire. 
Right. And so it's like a new view that people haven't seen and it's put together in a way that people can understand like what's going on. Mm-hmm. Because frankly, I look back at it now and like I have that video on this computer um, and I'm like, man, I really could have done a much better job. And I think about one of the old editors I used to work with um, and I'm like, man, I wonder what he would have done with that footage. Yeah. So my point in saying that is, you know, this isn't a zero-sum game. It's not like, yeah, you could learn little tricks from people like Jake in the community or go on YouTube and learn little neat um, tricks. You could go out to places. Uh, there's so many Final Cut Pro plugin sites. Maybe he uses Premiere and he wants to get plugins for that. But that being said, there are a lot of sites where he can get plugins to get cool transitions. He can get new lower thirds. He can do 3D you know, textures inside of his shots. There's so many things that you can do to essentially build that repertoire that you have essentially to use. But I think that it's not a zero-sum game. You've got to learn those little things and be willing to hire an editor and maybe even do both when you're doing something like a demo reel Mm -hmm. that is like the ultimate showcase of what you're filming and what you're capable of. Frankly, I think it would actually even you know, be good to maybe show one shot next to the other edited one way versus the other because... That one shot could tell one story and one shot could tell something completely different. Sure. You know? Well, and one of the things, because I think he's asking for practical advice as well, that you're, which you're giving him, but... I, I, I hear would, you. I would spend um, however much time you have, potentially hours, watching other videos because you're going to pick up lots of interesting ways of transitioning and everything else that goes into a video by watching it and figure out what you like and then figure out how to do that. Maybe putting your own twist on it, right? Because you don't want to do exactly what somebody else is doing if you can avoid it. Maybe sometimes you do because it makes sense. But uh, maybe you see, wow, that's a really cool shot. I think I could do that. I think I could get that shot. Go back out and get that shot. So by watching other videos, I think you're going to learn a ton. And I would probably spend a lot of time doing that if I'm kind of in in the middle of that learning curve of trying to get better at editing. You know, that's actually a really good point because for a while I was not... I was not watching videos and I had to like watch videos to see what other people were doing to like come up with new, more complex shots to differentiate myself. And that being said, you know, some, I think some other practical things that will help you too is just learning simple, um, simple transitions, simple speed ramps, Mm -hmm. simple, uh, you know, zoom transitions, right? The new big thing with transitions is zooming from one direction to the other, zooming in or zooming out. Motion VFX makes a great packet for that. I think it's like 70 bucks. There's also a lot of other plug-in sites like Ripple 3D that just lets you do, um, I mean, it just lets you do so much. So there's almost another- Almost to the point, I'm sorry, almost to the point where you got to be careful not to overdo it, right? Yeah. Over gimmick it. Yeah, sort of. 100%. There's another plugin called iZotope, which uh, is interesting. I've never used it before. But there's so many different plugins that you can use. I mean, even if I pull up my own, Final Cut Pro. I've just added plugin after plugin after plugin over time mm-hmm. because that way, again, I diversify my editing tactics. I learn new things. Um, the other thing, too, that I want to mention here is, you know, I did an editing class for the real estate course. Very, very simple. Here's my workflow. Here's how I put it together super fast. Um, but John Elliott mm-hmm. did an entire class on editing. And sometimes watching those classes, 
just reminds you of something that you may have already learned and you haven't used in a long time, or maybe it's something new. And the benefit, and I know Cam is a member, so the benefit of Cam being a DroneU member is that he doesn't have to pay for any class. He doesn't have to go to Udemy and pay 35 or 45 bucks or whatever to have that one class. He can just go into the DroneU community, go into the courses, and pull up the Final Cut Pro editing class from John Elliott. I mean, like, even I learned things from that. Literally. Absolutely. So, I mean, I think it's just, again, being willing to learn because oftentimes we don't give our brains enough credit in how much we can forget. Uh, and I think it's a great opportunity. And that's one of the benefits of Drone U is just having that constant access to always developing content. And let me tell you guys, we are always developing content. Never stops. Like it literally right, right it now. It never will. No, it won't. Things are always changing. And even on the business side, where, I mean, accounting is accounting, but... There's a lot of other stuff that's always going on that's changing. And, for example, taxes. We need to get some oh, stuff out man. on taxes. The uh, the 2018 tax change. Wow. Major stuff. Uh, yeah, major stuff. Yeah. Anyways, I didn't mean to derail us um, no. with bringing that up. But, yeah, there's there's um, plenty of stuff True. to learn from. True. Yeah. Like, so, for example, those uh, transitions I was telling you about. See all these. So we zoom in. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or we go whoop, whoop. See what I mean? So much, so many things we can do. We can drift up, drift down. There's, yeah. It's yeah. just on and on and on. And I got, just be careful not to overdo it. That's yeah, because look, my all morning. the options, right? Wee. And that's one plug-in. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So, um, yeah, there's a lot. I mean, I constantly am downloading new plugins to get new different effects. So, yeah, so, I mean, it's tough to give him a definitive, this is what you need to do. I mean, it's... It's yeah, benchmarking other videos. It's experimenting. I mean, yeah, I think to summarize it and recap is like, look, be okay with hiring an editor, maybe doing it yourself. But the way to advance yourself is to potentially look at other people's videos, potentially go take other classes. And Cam, you do have access to that editing class. It was put out last year. So mm-hmm. very recent. Download plugins to give you more variety right. in your video editing. And don't be afraid to do both learning video editing tricks slowly week after week. You know, it's funny because I, I, this reminds me, I forget where I read this and I forget who it was, but there was a guy who would calculate his time each week based off of a very simple formula. Hmm. Was it entertaining or was it informative media that he was consuming? Because he wanted to consume three times the amount of educational information as entertaining information. I love that. So he would essentially ensure that every week he spent three hours learning something new and and then, you know, for every one hour he spent watching the tube. Which nowadays, that is actually, of course, doing something like editing education is different. But in general, that's much easier to do now because of audiobooks, Podcasts, podcasts. Like the one you're listening to. Pretty much when I drive around town, I have one of those two on. Sarah finally got into it, and I was just like, yes! Into podcasts? Yeah. yeah it's, gosh, there's too much great stuff out uh, there. There really it is. It really is. Well, anyway, guys, thanks for uh, joining us today on this uh, episode of Ask Drone You. Don't be afraid to leave us a review. Go right now. Please. Right now. Please. Let us know what you think. And if you have a question, go to askdroneu.com. Upload that question. And if you haven't given DroneU a shot or maybe you're a member and you want to come back, now is a great time to check out all the new material that came out last year. And uh, we've got some new releases coming up. I think it's actually going to be kind of a data dump here very soon. So I'm excited for that and so much more. Thanks again for joining us. My name is Paul. My name is Rob. You're listening to another episode of Ask DroneU. We believe that videos, images, words, and sound have the absolute power 
to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.